Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to talk politics. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And a good Sunday to you. This is uh, Kevin Hardwick. Uh, Hardline, we've got a great show for you today. Uh, one hour from now, I'll be joined live in studio by Erie County Republican Chairman Nick Langworthy. Uh, along to uh, help me interrogate uh, the Republican Chairman will be Dave Graber of News 4 and Spectrum News Capital uh, Tonight reporter uh, Ryan Whalen. So that should be a good hour. we got a great hour coming up. Listen, uh, at, uh, just finished up another year at Canisius College. And of course, one of the things that, uh, before my lectures, I hope that my students will do their required reading. The required reading for this, uh, first hour is the Buffalo News article today, uh, by Bob McCarthy, his weekly column in the opinion section, because it was on our first guest, uh, Assemblyman Eric Bowen, newly elected Assemblyman Eric Bowen. Aaron, uh, uh, Eric, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Uh, listen, uh, last time I talked to you was just before your election. I interviewed you. I interviewed Pat Burke, your Democratic opponent. Uh, although you are a Democrat, you were running as a Republican. Um, that was, uh, I remember watching the returns come in. That was, uh, that was a huge win. People didn't expect, I didn't expect you to win. Uh, did you think you were gonna win? I did. I did. Um, I did a lot going door to door in the neighborhoods of specifically West Seneca and Orchard Park, and I got to know the voters a lot better. Um, and when I was at the polling place during the day out on Berg Road in West Seneca, I had a good feeling. A lot of the voters were coming, we're coming here to vote for you. We're coming here to vote for you. And I was very, it made me feel real good about um, what was going to happen. Now, now, this was your first time running for public office. Had you ever run for, like, student council or anything like that? I was the junior class vice president at Bishop Time in St. Jude High School. Wow. And so that prepared you for this experience. <laughs> yeah, were, 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 were you opposed when you were running for vice president at Timon? I was. I was. A, a, a very negative campaign like uh, this, uh, this one for assembly? Not quite. Okay. Not quite. Um, what was it like election night? I mean, that's a, I mean, I've won a few myself and I've lost a couple. Uh, it's, uh, it's quite a rush. It's a rush and it, it was very, very exciting around you know, nine o'clock. It was just when the polls closed. Yeah, you know, that's absolutely. that's the the worst time in the world because the election is over. There's not a darn thing you can do. All the votes have been cast. The polls are locked up, and you have to wait like fifteen, twenty minutes until the the results start yes. coming in. And it's the most helpless feeling in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, you win. Um, and then you, uh, you, you know, again, going off that McCarthy article today in the Buffalo News, you go to Albany and your reception is less than uh, open arms from the Democratic uh, uh, conference up there. Mm-hmm. So I get to Albany and there's been a lot of newspaper articles. The New York Times came up to me, a Politico. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did a lot of press on me. And I I had a staff member with me and I looked at the desk and I said, What's up with this thing? <laughs> and, he, and he said, you know, there's many, there's many desks separated in here. I looked around and said, well, not quite. You, you were, Bob McCarthy referred to it as an island. It, it's an island. 
No you're, one on the right? You're not in the Democratic caucus. You're not in the Republican caucus, which they call conferences in Albany. You're kind of out there by your, your lonesome. A- after you won, did anybody call you from the Assembly uh, or, or, or the State Senate, the, you know, or Republican or Democratic delegation, and say, hey, good good job and look forward to seeing you there? No. I, I had people in the Senate. Uh, Senator Galvin reached out to me. Senator Jacobs. Uh, mm-hmm. Senator Kennedy reached out to me as well. Um, and, and they, they were great. Uh, how can we be helpful to you out there? You know, but um, in the assembly, I were were, were there any Democrats once you got to Albany said, hey, uh, you know, you're the new guy. We'll show you the ropes. Uh, you know, anyone from Western New York, anybody at all? Senator Kennedy, he he, he reached out to me. He was very very uh, pleasant. Um, said, what what can I do for you? And, but, but nobody in the assembly. Nope. <laughs> so you want to be a senator now because they're nicer <laughs> yeah, to you over yeah. there? I, well, they're in Albany. So, so when you get to Albany, um, what do you do? I mean, I, I've obviously never been an assemblyman myself. I did work as a Senate, uh, New York State Senate staffer for uh, three years back in the 80s. Um, do you check in with someone? Do you, uh, do you sign up for the, the, to get your paycheck? I mean, who, so who was it that gave they, you your they, desk? They, um, one, the, someone in the speaker's office has been very helpful to me. Um, he was assigned to me. He's a, a staffer. A staffer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he showed me the ropes of, you know, where places are and he helped me with my paperwork. I mean, they did, they didn't close the door on me specifically. They just gave me a very unique seat. In the chamber. So, so, and they get you your card that you need for voting and everything like that. They did all that. Um, however, I haven't received uh, packets explaining the bills because I am not in a conference. So I do a lot of research online before the bills come. Now, 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 for our listeners who are not aware, there are there are conferences. There's the minority conference, which is the Republicans in the assembly. There's the majority conference, which is the Democrats in the assembly. And oftentimes they will have conference meetings, which are closed door. Reporters don't go in. The public doesn't go in. It's just the the assemblymen themselves and their their staffers, and they discuss what what's going to go on, what uh, what what happens. And these are not. These meetings are not subject to the open meetings law. There's an exception in the open meetings law for for such political conferences. Did you try to walk in the door of the conference, or were you just told you stay away from there? You stay away from there. Did you say, well, I'm a Democrat? Well, I reached out. Well, the speaker reached out to me, uh, Mr. Hasey, and he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a very nice man, very nice man. Um, and he pulled me out of session and asked me that I would have to um, – Go with the Western York delegation. They're the people that you know were pretty much going to decide if I I got in. Um, I haven't. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. He told you the Western New York people were going to decide whether you got in or not. Yes. So it, 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 this wasn't like New York City or Long Island or downstate saying we don't want him in our conference. It's the the locals. It's the locals. That's uh, you know that's that, that that's a little bit disturbing to me. I mean, you yes, would think that and, and we would hang together as Western New Yorkers. The so so it's a Democrat Western New York Democrats in the Assembly who basically uh, blackballed you and said no, we don't want him in our conference. That's what it appears to be. Wow, that's uh, I, like I say, that is uh, that is disturbing. So now you're uh, now you're on the island. Uh, does that necessitate a, a a rather unique strategy on on your part in terms of, you know, getting by? Well, the for good the thing next, about the uh, island is, you know, I was not elected by a party. I was not elected by um, pe- 
the, the assembly members. I'm elected by the people. I'm there voting on the people what they wanted in the 142nd district. I was elected by Republicans. I was elected by Democrats. I was elected by independents and conservatives. I'm there to represent all of them, not political leaders. Certainly, but the way things work in Albany is, I mean, you really, to get any sort of leverage to get things done, you have to be part of one of these conferences, and specifically the majority conference. I agree. I agree. And, you know, I've had conversations with um, other assembly members, and they, uh, everybody's coming up to me and say, how could we be helpful? How could we be helpful? Um, Miss Miss People Stokes has come over to me many times. She's been she's been friendly, mm-hmm. um, but it's they're in a tough spot. You know, I think they're they're tied in with the chairman, and the chairman did not support me. Chairman, you mean you mean Chairman Zellner, yes. Erie County Democratic yes. Committee? Okay. Yes. And you know, I think once they get to know me, um, they'll feel a little bit better. Okay. Listen, we have to take a break now. Um, and, uh, and, uh, when we return, I, I suppose Eric Bowen, uh, new, new, newly elected state assemblyman will still be on his island. Uh, I'm not sure we'll be able to resolve that today. Uh, but, uh, I'd like to hear what you think about this. Uh, take your calls. If you have questions for Eric, I do want to talk about the rest of his agenda. Uh, but the number for you to call is 803-0930, 803-0930. Uh, we'll be back, and we'll be talking more with Assemblyman Eric Bowen. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Just sit right back, and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic point, a point this tiny ship. Boy, that Joe Beamer is a funny guy, isn't he? Um, anyway, he's uh, it, it's uh, if he's if he's not thinking up creative bumps like this, he's uh, commiserating over the Mets. So, uh, Joe, you keep up those those great bumps. Anyway, uh, this is uh, this is the professor Kevin Hardwick uh, sitting here, not with uh, not with Gilligan, but with uh, Assemblyman uh, Eric Bowen. Although it's it's kind of difficult to tell the difference between Gilligan on his island and you on your <laughs> island. Uh, can can you just describe one more time for me the physical layout of your seat in the New York State Assembly? Because you are kind of like the man without a country. The the uh, the, the the Democratic uh, uh, Caucus doesn't want you. Uh, the Republicans. I guess feel a little bit funny, even though you were elected as a Republican, you're still a Democrat, so it's mm-hmm. not really proper there. So where in the assembly chamber specifically are you? I am mixed in in between Republicans and Democrats. Um, the the physical layout of the seat. Are, are, are you okay. kind of like the demilitarized zone here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's quite comical. Um, I, I am in there, and they moved a seat next to me and replaced it with a garbage can. And <laughs> what, what, hold on. I'm trying to visualize this. So, they so my Republican it. counterpart that's next to me, we're, we fight over the garbage can. Whose garbage can it is? So the garbage can is that garbage of, can has taken the uh, place of the seat that you were supposed to sit in. <laughs> yeah. that, that, a, that a Democrat would sit in. Yes, they they moved it down to the aisle, and there's no one next to me on the aisle clearly, and then there's no one in this this little area. Where the garbage can is. There's a garbage can. There's a garbage can. But I told the counterpart next to me, I said, at least we got leg room. <laughs> you know? um, and the chair, <laughs> I haven't talked about the chair yet. The chair, I, they may have loosened screws on it. So when I move around, the whole chamber could pretty much hear me. 
It is a very loose chair. Oh, really? And crickety. I, I mean, is this sort of thing where you could fall over and that would be kind you of just embarrassing? Every time you got to be very careful. I'll move myself. You could hear everything on that chair. Wow. Who who would have who would have thought? Well, anyway, uh, the required reading again for today uh, for for our students of politics out there. Bob McCarthy's Buffalo News uh, Viewpoints column, weekly column, uh, because he talks about Eric and and his ordeal and being out there on on the island. Uh, listen, uh, before the break, I called for callers. We got some lining up again. If you want to get in line to talk to Assemblyman Eric Bowen, uh, the number to call, 803-0930, 803-0930. Let's go first to uh, Ray in Angola. Ray, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. How you doing? Good, Ray. Thank you for calling. What's your question? Um, well, I um, got a question for Eric, seeing how he is uh, independent um, mm-hmm. and, and doesn't really owe anybody anything. We're having a problem with the authorities, especially the water authority. Um Every time you turn around, you know, here's another backdoor deal, somebody getting uh, these asinine bonuses. Um, it's just another thing that we don't need. And um, any of these authorities, as far as I'm concerned, uh, the Water Authority, Higgins gets, gets all the credit for the $250 uh, million that he got, uh, which mm-hmm. is great. But if you guys remember, he didn't get that money until um, he threatened to look at the books for the Power Authority. And then they couldn't scratch that check fast enough. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, when you look at the water authority, oh my God, you know, I mean, it, 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 uh, the Buffalo Municipal Housing Authorities, I mean, anything with authority is just, and here in Angola and Evans, they want to get rid of the Evans police because of what? <laughs> you know, the water. They, they screwed up the water, so right away, what's the first thing you want to do? Balance the budget on law enforcement, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but uh, I, the authorities. We need you, someone with an ear, to uh, get in there and, and do some things because uh, it's killing us everywhere you turn around. Taxes are, uh, you know. Okay, Ray. Thanks for the question. I'm going to cut you loose, and we'll let uh, Assemblyman Eric Bowen uh, give you his thoughts. Eric, the authorities. Hey, Ray. Thanks for calling. Um, I'm going to definitely look into the the authorities. It's clearly it's been a, an issue for decades um, here in Western New York, and. I support law enforcement 110%, so I do not believe there should be any cuts in law enforcement um, in the towns and villages. Thank, thank you. Uh, a line just opened up uh, as I cut uh, Ray loose, so if you want that line to talk to Eric Bowen, 803-0930 is the number. 803-0930. Uh, li- listen, before we go back to the phones, uh, uh, Eric, uh, you've, you just were elected April 24th. 24th. Uh, you were just seated. I understand you, were, you You told me on the way in you were just sworn in, I mean, a ceremonial swearing in yesterday. Yes, we had a Bishop Time in St. Jude High School where I went to high school. And um, and, and, was, and where you were vice president, right, or, or whatever? Junior class. Junior class vice president, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it was it was very well attended. We had over about 200 people there and people on both sides of the aisle, Democrats, Republicans, everybody was there, and family and friends. Sound, sound like a nice event. Listen, but you have to turn around and you have to run again in November. And uh, it's May now, about a month from now. Petitions will be out on the street to get back on the ballot for the September primary in advance of the November general election for a full two-year term. Because, again, you're filling out Mickey Kearns's unexpired term, portion of his term. What uh, what are your plans? You're running as a as a Democrat? Correct. Are you seeking other endorsements? Uh, right now, I'm preparing for the Democratic primary, which would be in September. Okay, and so you've got. What do you hear about other candidates? I mean, I, I, I think Pat Burke is probably interested in running again. Yeah, I haven't heard anything from anybody else. You know, I'm focusing on me and my campaign. 
Okay. Listen, we got a couple minutes before the uh, bottom of the hour news break, and Alan Harris coming in with the uh, the news. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Let's go back to Bob in Buffalo. Bob, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. Congratulations, Mr. Bowen. Thanks, Bob. I could ask about the scaffold law, the tribal amendment, or the Wicks law, or the authorities, or the corruption in Albany, because I don't think those things will ever change. Uh, what I'd like to know is how old are these individuals that you're dealing with in Albany? Because <laughs> I heard about the garbage can and the loosening of the screws on your chair. <laughs> it sounds like these individuals are maybe either high school age or maybe even grammar school age. But, Bob, before he answers that question, let me ask you a question. Are you surprised? No, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. And I, I think it's absolutely disgraceful. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, uh, Bob, I'm going to, I'm going to keep you on so you can hear his reply and then, then you could follow up if you want. I'll, I'll grant you that, uh, that, uh, uh, Eric. A very small-minded individual. Well, I, I haven't researched a lot of their ages. I could tell you I'm 35 years old and they're a lot older than me though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Eric. Uh, time to squeeze in one more call before the break. Again, if, uh, we just dropped Bob from, uh, Bob, I think from Buffalo, and we've got another Bob from Buffalo next. So, uh, if you want that line that the other Bob from Buffalo just vacated, 8030930 is the number, 8030930. Let's go to a different Bob in Buffalo. Bob, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you. I'm just going to, uh, state of fact and uh, not criticize anybody, but just let them understand uh, where we are in the public. Uh, I got my Social Security uh, notice the other day because I'm, I'm reaching that age, and when I looked at it, prior to 2010, I was making about 30000 a year. Since then, I haven't even hit twenty yet, and that is the state of affairs that are going on in this state with all of the executive orders that are coming out and uh, all of the taxes uh, that you see, the hidden taxes uh, and the utilities, uh, it's just unbelievable what I pay out and just how little I am actually making. And no, I'm not on public service at this point as far as food stamps or anything else. I don't want the public, though. But I am really tired of the government nickel and diming me to death and not allowing the company that... Uh, we started to grow. Okay, Bob. Bob, I got to cut you off there because uh, I see Alan Harris is over in the news booth. We got to go to him shortly. Eric, uh, time for a, a a quick comment. Bob, thanks for calling in. Um, I understand people under some financial hardships, and um, I will look into it as much as I can. Very good. Thank you. When we come back, Eric Bowen will uh, will be here for another half hour. Uh, I'll be here. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back to Hardline. This is Kevin Hardwick. Uh, listen, top of the hour, we've got Erie County Republican Chairman uh, Nick Langworthy going to be here live in the studio, along with Dave Graber of uh, Channel 4 and Ryan Whalen of Spectrum News. They'll be helping with the questioning. Uh, before we get back to our uh, first guest, however, Eric Bowen, newly elected assemblyman, I want to uh, get a status update from uh, producer extraordinaire Joe Beamer. Uh, Joe, how is that petition going for your show? Everybody wants to know. You know, it, it got a lot of attention on Twitter, but the person, I guess, doesn't know how to start a petition. I don't know how to start the petition, so if someone out there could help us. 
Uh, Assemblyman Eric Bowen, is that something you can help with? We're trying to get Joe uh, Joe Beamer a show on WBN. Try to try to influence the powers that be here. That's probably not something in your purview. I mean, that's I mean, you have your own problems. You on that <laughs> island, for instance. Well, I got two people next to me, so I could work with some people here. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, we'll we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Uh, listen, if you have a question, by the way, for uh, Eric, he's going to be here for another twenty minutes or so. Give us a call eight zero three zero nine thirty eight zero three zero nine thirty for Assemblyman Eric Bowen. Uh, let me ask you a question first, however, Eric. You know, um, you're running, we established that you're running for re-election. You're, you got the Democratic primary, uh, in September, the, the general election in November. Um, you know, you're now the incumbent, even though you were only elected April 24th, you only took, uh, you know, were seated a week or so ago. Um, people are going to want to know what you've done in that short span. And it's, it's particularly difficult having spent three years as, as, as a New York State Senate staffer myself. I know that a lot of the work gets done that, that you run for reelection at, at, at the budget time because you, you know, you, you get certain earmarks in there for your district and you bring home the bacon and you wave the check around saying, look, I got money for, for this volunteer fire department or for that senior center or whatever. You missed out on all that. What can you do in the short two months that you're, you're still, you know, be, because the session is going to end by the end of June, you're going to be off and, and you're not going to be back in Albany unless there's a special session, unless there's an emergency. So you got about two minutes. You're starting out on the island. You missed the budget through no fault of your own, only because the special election wasn't called until after the budget was due. So what do you do? How do you how do you come up with some accomplishments so you can tell the people in South Buffalo and Orchard Park and Lackawanna and was it West Seneca? You know, here here's what I've done. I think, like I said earlier, the the, the number one thing I need to do to get off my island yeah. is to build relationships with other lawmakers. Um, that is the key to get things done, to be be able to work with others. Um, that's the only way to go on both sides of the aisle. Um, and I, when I'm in Albany, I'm trying to meet is, with as many people as I can and maybe get on some committees um, if they let me off the island. <laughs> well, good good luck with that. Listen, uh, again, 803-0930 is the number to call, 803-0930. Let's go now to John in Niagara Falls. John, welcome to the program. Thank you for calling. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Kevin, um, about 20 years ago, you and I worked on a very successful mayoral campaign in Niagara Falls. Yes, we did. Uh, you're, you're speaking of Irene Elia's campaign. I'll tell you what. And I've, and I've, At least I hope you're speaking of that one. <laughs> I am. Okay. And I've been involved in a few other campaigns after that, but I'll tell you what. I never had so much fun in my life working a campaign. And campaigns are fun. Can be fun. They can be. They can be uh, hectic. They can be. Uh, uh, they can be, uh, they can be difficult too, but yeah, they, 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 they can be a lot of fun, especially when you win. Winning is good. Especially when you win. And, and I'm going to give that, that, I'm going to be nice to say that senior citizen. I think she worked harder than any of us and mm-hmm. like she inspired me. Anyway, um, I, I have to make one comment. So recently I was, um, uh, in a landlord tenant relationship and I vacated the premises and everything was legal on the up and up, but I didn't get my security deposit back. So I went online. And I'm looking at the laws in New York State regarding security deposit. And this is one of the things that upsets me about New York State. Here, the laws mm-hmm. are such that the landlord has a reasonable amount of time to return your security deposit. So obviously that's up for uh, interpretation, what reasonable means. So as, as people argue that, they look, and reasonable means usually within 21 to 45 days. So it's still open-ended. That's the kind of thing about New York State laws that frustrate me. I don't know how the assembly feels about something like that. My, my guess is the assemblyman's just catching up. Do you have uh, Eric? There's a lot of 
fees and everything like the budget um the the governor passed 1 billion in new fees this year thank god they weren't all approved yeah um but yeah a lot of things have to be overlooked in the fees that are are being addressed in the state yeah hey john thanks for calling in appreciate thanks, it john i love the show thanks. all right thank you. thank you uh a line opens up if you want it the number is 8030930 8030930 uh sitting here with eric bowen newly elected new york state assemblyman uh, listen, we were talking about, or I asked you about how difficult it's going to be in, in, in the short two months remaining in the session before they recess for, you know, for, for the end of the year, um, to get something done. What is it, you know, in that short period, what is it? Is there a particular piece of legislation or a particular type of legislation that you would, you would like to, you know, put your imprint on between now and the end of June when, when the recess comes? Well, just last week I was very, um, happy to vote for the, uh, the teacher evaluation thing to, um, to end. Uh, the teacher, yep. teacher evaluation. Well, well, you yourself are yeah, a teacher. Yeah, I'm, I'm a special ed teacher in the city of Buffalo. Um, it was teachers should not be based on a test then they shouldn't be judged mm-hmm. on tests and the evaluations just they were crazy for the past couple of years and i can um attest to that and it it overwhelmingly passed in the assembly in the assembly it did i think one person voted against it where where is that now is it going to the senate yeah yeah and i think it should you know work yeah out. get support yeah. there um i know a few years ago it didn't work out they did all these things for appr and mm-hmm. um but now you know i think they're listening to the people and the teachers let, let me ask you a question about your your job with the school district. How did you handle that? Are you on a leave or something? I'm on a leave because yes. you you yeah. you know I mean you could if if things don't go right for you in November you could be out on the street. I went into the classroom and I, I currently taught kindergarten and they they don't really quite understand what's going on. No, it's tough to it's and tough to I don't live a bicameral legislature yeah. to a bunch of five year olds. Yeah. <laughs> well. So, so you're on you're on leave because obviously, if things don't go well for you in November, you'll it's you'll, a, it's a non-paid you'll, you'll be back to teaching full time again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I assume you already have tenure, and you wouldn't yeah. want to give that up for thirteen years. I have okay. Yeah, so, so, so you've got that in. Yeah. Listen, we have to take we have to take one more break uh, before uh, before we uh, have our final segment before the top of the hour. Again, top of the hour, we're going to be joined live in studio by Erie County Republican Chair Nick Langworthy. Also, uh, Dave Graber of Channel 4 and Ryan Whalen of Spectrum News. Uh, if you have a question for Assemblyman Eric Bowen, uh, give us a call here. 8030930 is the number. 8030930. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. I, I, I think it's all 80s all the time today, Beamer. Yes? The, 80s bumps. It's taking it's it right a, to it's a carryover. It's a carryover from Randy's uh, Playhouse, right? From That's the right. morning news. Okay, thank you. Anyway, uh, Kevin Hardwick back here with Hardline. Uh, top of the hour after the top of the hour news. We'll be joined live in studio by Erie County Republican Chairman Nick Langworthy. Helping me with the interrogation will be Dave Graber from Channel 4 News and Ryan Whalen from Capital Tonight and uh, Spectrum News. Uh, in the studio, however, right now, still for another eight or ten minutes, is Eric Bowen, newly elected New York State Assemblyman. Uh, let's, uh, I said we'd go back to the phones. Uh, 8030930, by the way, is the number. Let's go uh, to Eva in Buffalo. Eva, welcome to the program. Thank you for holding. Yes, and, and good morning, uh, Dr. Hardwick. I believe you do know me. I, I, Joe Beamer told me that I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to be talking to Eva Doyle, an institution in Buffalo. Yes? yes I, I just wanted to, the reason I'm calling, sir, I wanted to congratulate Mr. Bowen 
on his election. And I'm also a retired Buffalo teacher. I taught for 30 years. But I am so glad to see an educator going into the assembly. And I just want to ask this very quick question, Mr. Bowen, and I do wish you the very, very best. Are there any, is there any one particular item that you'd like to address as far, I heard you talk about the evaluation, but is there another item that you'd like to uh, maybe put at the top of your list regarding education? And I'll hang up and listen. Eva, thank you. Thank you for listening and certainly thank you for calling. Eva, um, number one, I want to say hi to you. Um, I worked with you a while ago at Hamlin Park. I believe I taught your granddaughters, uh, Zaira and Somalia, um, a while ago. But number one, I want to focus on the standardized testing um, in doing reforms to that, um, more specifically. Very good. Something yeah. you saw last. Mm-hmm. Teacher, listen. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned you mentioned a teacher, and, and Eva Doyle just called in and said she was happy to see a teacher got there. Someone who wasn't happy to see that a teacher got where there was uh, the teachers' union, NYSET, because they did not endorse you, even though you pay dues to their organization. Yes, it was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> well, they 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 obviously have the right to, you know, in, endorse anybody they want. Um, Absolutely, and it's, it has nothing to do how I, how I am in the classroom. Um, it, it came down to the single issue of my relationship with with Carl Paladino, um, and I, I have stressed time and time again that Carl Paladino was my friend. Um, I don't agree with what he said, um, but you know, at the end of his campaign, he still was is going to be my friend. And he was, I, I take it, he was supportive of your efforts? He supported me, but he he came out in the Buffalo and said, I support you. Mm-hmm. He gave me $30. You know, you know, yeah. the your, your opponents uh, attack your relationship with Carl Palladino. I think I also heard some of them at, at, at some point in time, the people that were opposed to you, your election, uh, criticizing your relationship with Lynn Dixon, uh, one of my colleagues on the Erie County Legislature, and I thought that was just uh, foolish. Even though Lynn Lynn doesn't represent Orchard Park, she's well thought of there. Uh, she does represent the city of Lackawanna, a Democratic uh, bastion, but she does very well there. I she mean, does. she's she's well thought of, and and for and for good reasons. I, I I don't know. Did did when when you heard that they were attacking a relationship not only with Carl Palladino but with Lynn Dixon, did you say this is this is heaven? Bring it on, boys. <laughs> she does a lot for for my my district. In, in South Buffalo, and you know, I I got things that I, I ran her campaign. Um, I I threw two happy hours for her with Democrats, all Democrats, mm-hmm. and you know, it turned from throwing a happy hour for her to running her campaign. I work with Lynn on a lot of different things in the community. I've done a lot for Mount Mercy and Bishop Timon, and I, I started a foundation, the Ryan Purcell Foundation West Seneca, and she delivers for me. I, I saw another comment. I got attacked that I said that she comes in my classroom and reads books to my children well she does <laughs> she's she's a community person and you know i got along with her so someone was actually criticizing the fact that lynn dixon reads books to children yes and they said that um they don't want that person going to albany because i said that she reads books in my classroom well i mean i mean from a from a campaign standpoint don't you turn those attacks to your advantage i mean you're trying Absolutely. to you're, you're you're trying to be the maverick the independent and and they your opponents just play into your hand there. It's just, it's nonsense. Nonsense. You know, we all have friends that have either messed up or we don't agree with all the time. But in the end, they're our friends, mm-hmm. you know, and we stick by our friends. And that's how I was raised. 
how uh, um, you mentioned, I think you mentioned earlier that uh, that at this swearing-in ceremony, the uh, ceremonial swearing-in ceremony that you had yesterday, uh, you mentioned uh, uh, Mickey Kearns was there, your predecessor. Um, uh, of course, he, you know, he carried on in, in, in the tradition of this district, like, uh, uh, you, you know, like Mark Schroeder before him, um, being kind of the independent and getting there by way of criticizing the Democrats or running against Albany or downstate. Um, you mentioned also, though, that Brian Higgins was there. I mean, how was your relationship with Congressman Higgins? I grew up with Brian Higgins. Um, I did lit for him since I've been seven years old. Um, I get along with him. My cousin works for him, uh, and I, I look forward to working with him. So, so as you as you look ahead, um, what's what's going to be the theme of your reelection campaign? And, Independence. And, and, you, know, you know, it's funny <laughs> funny to talk about a reelection campaign when you were just elected just less than a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's independence. I'm the independent candidate in this race. And, and how do you, uh, how do you, uh, 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 demonstrate to people that it's actually an advantage to having an independent, uh, um, representing them rather than someone who's welcomed with open arms into the Democratic conference where maybe they can, they can get more done? I mean, I, if I'm running against you, I'm saying you want a real Democrat, you want someone who's, who can uh, who who the Democrats from around the state will will work with to get things done? I have the ability to vote. In the back of my head, I have to think of how I got there. I am going to vote how the district feels. And and if you're if you're in a in a multi-candidate primary in in, in the uh, in September, um, do you think that that works to your advantage? I do. I do. What uh, what is the rest of your strategy? I mean, are there going to be any issues you're rolling out or anything else? The same how my my uh, my special election campaign went. We're against corruption in Albany. We're going to go after the failed policies of Andrew Cuomo. We're going to look at reducing the tax burden on our residents. And we are going to work on workforce development. And like I said earlier, my number one concern is education. Are, are you concerned that in in now that we're not in a special election situation, that there's going to be greater turnout, greater turnout in the primary, greater turnout certainly in the general election, uh, that your adversarial uh, relationship, if you have one with Governor Cuomo, I mean, you're in effect, you ran against Governor Cuomo. It was almost like a proxy war. It was Cuomo versus Palladino. Is that a fair characteri- <laughs> characterization? It almost and, like and that, people in your it? district like Palladino better than they like Cuomo. Yeah. I mean, is that yeah. is that a fair characterization? It seemed like that. Yeah. So, so um, um, if uh, if you're going to go on and you're going to continue that. Uh, have you have you talked at all with the governor, or has the governor contacted you I in any not. way? No. Are, are you going to attempt to reach out to the governor? Not at this moment. You're you're, you're having a no. tough enough time on your island there. Okay, <laughs> we've got about we've got about thirty seconds left or so. Uh, what is it that uh, that? Uh, first of all, let me ask: Do you have an office? I in, have an in office, Buffalo? and it overlooks a park. And it overlooks part. They gave you an office. Yes. Well, now, in Albany or, or in, Buffalo? In Albany. And I have the keys. We just opened up the office. Um, we'll be fully staffed next Monday, and that is in the Southgate Plaza. And, and do, you have a, do you have an office in Buffalo? At the Southgate Plaza. And do you have a staff person? We are um, in the process of hiring some people. How does your, how does your staff allotment compare with other 
Democratic Assemblyman. It's probably a lot less. It's a lot less. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, Eric, I I want to want to wish you well on your island. Thank I want to thank me. you for being here. We've been talking this first hour with uh, Eric uh, uh, Bo- uh, Bowen. He is the newly elected New York State Assemblyman. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.